It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. Hopefully, you guys all had a great week, getting ready for a fun weekend ahead. A lot to talk about on today's edition of the podcast. The NFL Draft kicked off last night in Nashville, Tennessee with the first round. Second and third rounds scheduled for this evening with rounds four through seven tomorrow. We'll talk about BYU's draft prospects. If there's a chance they may get more than one guy drafted, we'll talk about that here in this first segment, second segment of the show. We're going to let BYU's new basketball assistant coaches introduce themselves. I was on hand for their press conference where they all spoke to the media. We'll play that for you. You can hear from them in their own words about their excitement level to join BYU and what they expect to do with the Cougars. You'll hear that in the second segment. And then the final segment of the show, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports. A reminder for you guys, we are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find this podcast and every other podcast like it on all the major podcatchers, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and also the brand new Himalaya podcast app. So check us out there. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate you guys continuing to support this podcast. All right, let's get going. This is the Lockdown Cougars podcast for April 26th, 2019. All right, guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked on Cougars, your resident BYU insider and host here on this daily podcast. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's a blast to bring this to you guys each and every day, and hopefully, like I said in the open, your Friday is off to a great start whenever you hear this and you're getting ready for a fun weekend ahead, have some fun weekend plans. I'm a big NFL draft junkie. I love watching the draft. I've done it since I was a young child. Uh, it makes my parents laugh. That I, I watch it as much as I do. I used to write up spreadsheets of where players were being recruited from, where they're not recruited, where they're being drafted from by school, etc. And I would hand it to my parents and act like, hey, look at the, look what I did. And they just kind of look at me like, what are you doing? But anyways, it was it was an awesome time and I still love it to this day. Uh, and BYU, I understand the last decade or so, it's been a dry spell in terms of NFL draft prospects. Granted, BYU's had some big name guys who've gone in the draft. Kyle Van Noy, Ziggy Ansah. Those are the two headliners of BYU. BYU's draft classes passed in the past decade, but they've had they've had good success on the field in the NFL. And the hope is under Kalani Sitake, and I believe he wants this to, to see this happen, is to have more guys see their names called the weekend of the NFL draft in late May, uh, not late May, late April slash early May. And it looks like this year, probably only going to be one guy who's going to hear his name called this weekend, and it could happen as soon as tonight because he's been flying up draft boards, and that is Sione Takitaki, the standout linebacker for BYU, a kid that has just gone through so much in his BYU career. It is going to be awesome to see this young man finally get his opportunity to play at the highest level. He's dreamed of it since he was a young child. He's been through all kinds of family situations, legal situations during his time at BYU, even honor code issues. He's married his wife. 
wife, Alyssa, and it looks like he is going to be able to fulfill his dream of playing at the highest level. And I would expect that Sione Takitaki is likely going to make a team due to simply his ability to play special teams, but also his ability to just go make plays. I like what he brings to the field. I think the NFL team saw that during the showcase events that he was in, the Senior Bowl and the like, where he went out and played extremely well. He's a solidly built defender who can run, who doesn't mind doing the dirty work. Like I said, he likes playing special teams. He's willing to do whatever it takes to make his dream a reality. And I think an NFL team is going to reward him for that. And I would love to see him called on a Friday, be maybe the first guy in the state of Utah to see his name called. I think that would be a big time accomplishment for him and the BYU football program. Now the question is, will he have anybody else joining him from BYU? And I would say probably not. Uh, Corbin Kafusi still recovering from injuries actually based on all reports we've heard he hasn't fully recovered from the ankle uh, triceps and also pinky surgeries he underwent at the end of last season Evan Brennan a local agent that represents multiple players in the NFL said that yeah it's just it's he's got to be healthy plain and simple do I believe that Corbin Kafusi will get an opportunity to make an NFL roster by being a training camp invite being an undrafted free agent absolutely I think he'll hear his, his phone number his phone will be blowing up shortly after the draft concludes with teams trying to sign him he'll join his brother in the professional ranks and I would expect that once he's fully healthy I think Corbin Kafusi should be able to flash the ability to do the things NFL teams liked and I'm speaking of uh, collapsing the pocket rushing the passer and even getting his arms up into passing lanes he's so tall at six foot nine and a half he's almost six foot ten I don't know if any of you guys know that but he's almost six ten I always listed that in basketball but he's legit actually six nine and a half and that length can't be taught plain and simple so I expect that he's a undrafted free agent and he I would bet my money he's on a practice squad at worst this fall. I would hopefully be on an active roster somewhere in the NFL. Now, other players who are probably hoping to get an opportunity include Tanner Mangum. Uh, teams always need guys who can come in in training camp and throw the ball. They call them camp arms. and not, It's not meant to be derogatory in any way. It's just simply the reality of the matter. I would expect that Tanner Mangum's going to get a training camp invite by a certain team. Dylan Cauley, I would imagine, is probably an undrafted free agent brought in for a tryout, etc., uh, to see, show what he can do. He didn't have the senior year he hoped, but he worked out and he's shown well, I think, in postseason workouts. And hopefully he can go in and prove his ability as a slot receiver. A guy that I'm very excited for, and I think that if he's able to flash his special team's ability, it might give him a leg up in making a roster as Braden L. Bakery. He doesn't have the, he's not the most gifted athlete out there. He plays fullback, which is a position that can be taught to a lot of guys. And I mean that by, you, you can just just guys can learn this position much easier than some of the nuances of other positions. He has shown the ability to receive the ball out of the backfield. He's a willing and capable blocker. He'll put his nose anywhere to hit guys. And we've seen it on special teams. He will come down the field like a bullet and just run guys over. So I actually would, if you were to ask me who rank, who you think is going to make the NFL in terms of order out of this BYU draft class, it'd be one Sione Takitaki, two Corbin Kafusi, three Braden L. Bakri. That's just me. Um, other guys, I expect we'll get invites to tryouts, probably not undrafted free agents, but like invited to those week-long tryouts, etc. Include the running backs in Squally Canada and Matt Hadley. 
Squally was very, very good when he was healthy for BYU, but the bugaboo on him is that he has had multiple injuries and not enough reps on the field and at the, at the collegiate level is what I feel like would come up for him. Uh, Matt Hadley, of course, played linebacker for the majority of his career, just recently made the move over to running back. Can he show enough to make a team? We'll see. And then one final name I want to mention here is that of Michael Shelton. I feel like Shelton has an ability to show the ability to play slot, uh, that slot cornerback role, the nickel cornerback role, where you line up on guys in the interior. If he's able to show his on-field ability and he's able to be that tough-nosed uh edge like he can set the edge and come up and hit guys he has an opportunity but I expect that he gets an invite he's gonna have to show out during the tryout period that he gets or however many he gets to make it but I really feel like there are three guys that I think legitimately have chances at the NFL and may just be pie in the sky for your host here but I feel like Sione Takitaki, Corbin Kafusi, and Brayden Elbakri are the guys I would expect to have the best opportunity to make the NFL so there you go let me know your thoughts hit me up on Twitter at Jacob C. Hatch you also can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Locked On Cougars, or drop us an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. All right, we'll take a time out here, come back on the other side, let you hear from the BYU basketball assistant coaches, Chris Burgess, Cody Fuger, and also Nick Robinson. They introduced themselves officially to the media yesterday. We'll play that for you next. But real quick before we go, I want to tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. If any of you guys are in a hiring position for whatever company you work for, if you own your own business, etc., you know how hard it is to hire quality people. There's one place online that we're hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates, and that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. They don't stop there, though. With the powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. They do all the legwork for you. You don't have to go digging through all of those different resumes or click on multiple email attachments. They do all the legwork for you. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates as well, so you never miss a great match. And ZipRecruiter has proven so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter have gotten a quality candidate through the site within their first day. Check it out, guys. Right now, my listeners on Locked On Cougars or any of the Locked On Podcast Network can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web ad address ziprecruiter.com slash locked on that's ziprecruiter.com slash locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n ziprecruiter.com slash locked on ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire more in a moment this is locked on cougars it's kubota orange day shop the years of best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the usa and now through june 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on a Friday edition of the show, taking the time to download us. Let's let's hear from Chris Burgess, Nick Robinson, and also Cody Fuger, Mark Pope's new assistant coaches. They were introduced to the media at a formal press conference yesterday in Provo at the Marriott Center Annex, which houses the BYU basketball program. These guys are excited to be part of BYU, and the crazy part is they're already out on the road recruiting. Uh, Chris Burgess joined DJ and PK in the morning this morning on the Zone Sports Network. He was already at the airport. Nick Robinson, as you'll hear, uh, flew into Provo yesterday for about two hours before before the press conference was held, kind of got his quick introduction to BYU, and he's back out on the road. He is already gone. He hasn't been on the ground 24 hours in Provo, and he's already out recruiting. These guys are eager to get things done. So here you go. Chris Burgess, Cody Fuger, and Nick Robinson introducing themselves to the media yesterday in Provo. Really excited. First of all, I want to thank Coach Pope for this opportunity. Um, four years ago when he brought me out to Utah Valley um, to learn from him, um, obviously a huge mentor in this game. Uh, my mentor, my head coach I played for college is no longer living, and so there's not a lot of mentors I had in this game. And to get to know coach and to, to trust me four years later to be here at BYU is something that um, I'm forever grateful for. Um, thank my wife, Lisa, and my, four of my five kids are here. They, they have to put up with dad not being there all the time. Um, that's why I married a former athlete, because she understands the time and commitment um, competitive former athletes and coaches it takes to to be successful and to try to try to grow as a coach so I'm, I'm so grateful to be here um, BYU is, is, has been around my family for a long long time my whole life and so to be at this school during this time um, I couldn't be happier thank you um, well they put the shortest guy in the middle for the leg room for these guys um, yeah, I'm so excited to be back here. You know, I went to UVU with Coach Pope. I really believe in him, and that's why I'm back here. You know, uh, BYU has an unbelievable tradition, and I'm really excited to be back. You know, my wife has been through six different schools. Um, she's been with me everywhere. I'm really lucky for that, obviously. My two kids, uh, Andrew and Isabella. Um, so... Yeah, I'm really excited to be back. I'm, I'm ready to start working, ready to get going here. Uh, I am super excited to uh, be able to join Coach Pope's staff. Um, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, I got to know him uh, 10 years ago uh, in the SEC, uh, and we've run parallel paths, and the opportunity to be able to join him here at BYU uh, is an incredible opportunity. Uh, so really thank Coach Pope um, for this opportunity, the opportunity to be able to work with uh, two great men, two great coaches. Uh, really thank my wife, uh, Megan, uh, who was able to make it in today. Uh, and obviously my children, Annie, Tate, and Toby, uh, and Elsie, um, uh, who are at home. Uh, but just couldn't be more excited about the opportunity to represent uh, BYU, uh, its mission, the athletic department, uh, and this basketball program as we move forward into the future. All right, with that, we'll take, take questions. <clears throat> Coach Fieger, first and foremost, I just want to express my sympathy towards anyone you might know at LaTeX. I have a friend down there, and I know that uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the last little while today. Um, pretty devastating, so I express my sympathy there. Um, between the two of you, there's a lot of coaching with big men and then with wingers and great success. Is that what you two are expecting to bring to BYU and your coaching staff now as well? Yeah, I mean, that, that's what we do, right? We're relentless at making sure that these guys are going to be the best that they can be at the end of the day in every facet 
whether it's off the court and on the court, you know. And that's what we love doing. We love building relationships with these guys. Like we got a couple of the former guys here with us today that were with us at Utah Valley. You know, um, it's that, that's what we do. That's that's what our goal is every single day. And I, like being a post former post player, yeah, I'll work with I'll work with the post guys I've done in the last four years. <clears throat> but Coach Pope also will mix it up some days, and Coach Figure will you know will be down with the, the bigs, and I'll be down with the guards. I mean, you don't want to get kind of pigeonholed in terms of just always working with the bigs. But he kind of nailed it on the head when he was talking about how we develop guys, what we've done kind of last few year, last four years, and it really works. Um, but we're, 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 we're really good with all different types of players, all different types of positions. Nick, how much can your previous head coaching experience bring to staff and to, to Coach Bowl? You know, the opportunity to be a young head coach, um, you know, afforded me a lot of life lessons uh, as well as lessons in coaching, um, which, uh, you know, I think at this stage uh, and in my career, uh, I'm looking forward to bringing some of those lessons uh, to the table. Uh, coach Pope, obviously, uh, you know, has had great success as a head coach, uh, so looking forward to learn from him. Uh, and these two next to me will be head coaches uh, at some point in time in the near future. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn, and that's one of the, the most valuable lessons is that as coaches, it's continual learning, uh, continual growing, uh, and that's a big reason uh, why I wanted to join Coach Pope's staff. Chris, what part of Mark's approach to recruiting you here uh, to, to come join him uh, was, was the part that stuck with you and kind of got you interested and in, in made you want to show? Um, I think I recruited him more to try to join his staff. Um, when he had taken this job, obviously there's the opportunity to potentially stay at UVU, whoever had gotten the head job. Um, and it was Coach Madsen. It was a no-brainer for me to kind of reach out to Coach um, and, and let him know, hey, like I want to keep, I want to keep working for you. I want to keep learning from you. Um, and so I think we have a really good flow. It, it, we're both post guys back in the day, but he's really good with the guards. And in fact, I got a, he allowed me over my four years to kind of run the bigs and kind of do it under his tutelage the first couple first couple years. Um, but we just have a really good flow, and, and that's that's kind of how he runs his whole staff. Or there's just great chemistry. So when he had kind of reached out and we were talking through this process, it was a no-brainer for me to, uh, to continue working for him. What about being at BYU though? What, what part about coaching? at this university? Well, it's, I love the university. First of all, it's an amazing university. It's a winning program. Um, what Coach Rose and the coaches before her have done is amazing. Living in this valley for the last four years, um, there's something about it. Um, BYU being a part of my family for a long time. My sister played here. My dad went to school here. My two brothers who were here both played here. So I, I know how important this university is to this, not just the state and the members of the, the church and things like that, but it, it's just, it, it's been the last four years being around it, having played them, I know how important this university is. And I, like, that's why I was drawn to it. I wanted to continue this history and do something special. And like Coach talks about, do something people tell us we can't do. What about you, Cody? We've been here before, obviously. Yeah, I've been here before, and like the tradition, come on, playing in the Marriott Center, this place is amazing. And then obviously being able to work with Coach Pope again, it's second to none, right? I, I didn't want to be anywhere else. Chris, did you have to go out and buy that blue tie and change your wardrobe at all? <laughs> here you go, though. <laughs> um, I have a lot of suits. Um, I've, I've lived in a lot of different places, coached a lot of different a lot of different places over the years and um, regards to the colors. But to answer your question, no, I've, I've had this blue, so I've had this blue tie. <laughs>
some of your former Utah teammates yeah. giving you the business on social media and that. How are you handling that? They're great. I just actually kind of hung out with a lot of them on Tuesday night. We all went out and. Um, it's amazing how many they're excited. They're going to give me a hard time regardless. But it's amazing how I'm like, man, I'm actually. It's going to be fun to watch BYU. It's going to be fun to follow you guys. You guys kill Utah Valley. I'm so excited to see where you guys can take BYU. It's been more of that. Like there's this. There's a bond that you have in the locker room that's especially fl- playing for Coach Majerus during the time that is unbreakable. You, we were we went through so much physically and mentally that there's just this strong connection that Coach Figure knows having worked for him that they know the hard work it takes to get where you're at. They, and, and so they, they appreciate it. And there's just this love of, hey, man, it doesn't come, matter where you're at. Like, we're cheering for you, right? And even like Nick Jacobson, former player, tweeting about Cody and I and, and, and even talking about BYU, it just shows the connection and the love that we have for each other as former teammates. Cody, what excites you most about the situation you and the staff are inheriting here at BYU? Uh, just being able to work with with these new guys, get to know all these new players, right? I, I'm really excited about it. You know, some of these guys we were actually, you know, I think T.J. Hawes and some of these guys were uh, on the recruiting trips when we were here. So it's pretty cool that we're going to be able to get a chance to actually coach these guys, you know, and and um, you know, being able to work with these these two guys, I'm I'm really excited about, right? And um, it's great to be back here at BYU. It really is. Nick, you touched on your relationship with Coach Phelps going back a ways. How that began and how's it developed over the years? Uh, it began, um, you know, both uh, in the SEC uh, on the operations side um, of the basketball programs that we were associated with uh, under great coaches uh, who challenged us. Um, and we uh, uh, challenged each other at that uh, early stage. Uh, and since that time, it's just grown. Um, the relationship has grown, uh, the opportunity to get to know each other better, uh, the opportunity to compete against uh, one another, uh, and now to be able to join forces with Coach uh, here at BYU. Uh, it's an incredible opportunity. Um, and like Chris and, and Cody both stated, uh, the opportunity to build uh, relationships. Um, BYU is a very special place, um, but you know to get texts uh, from guys uh, that are you know current, um, you know, at three o'clock in the morning last night, uh, you know, really warmed my heart uh, in terms of excitement uh, of being here. Chris, of course, every kind of your story, yeah. the recruiting process, ultimately didn't come to BYU. What's going to get now that you recruit to this university and you didn't come to play here? Great question. We're going to recruit. We're gonna like Coach talked about casting. We're going to recruit some. Of, try. We're going to recruit some of the best players, and we're going to go hard after them. Right, and we're going to try to find the guys that want to be here, want to be a part of this program and the history of it, want to be a part of playing in front of 20,000 people. We're going to get those guys. Um, and so, whether I played at this university or that, it doesn't matter to me. Right? Uh, what I can do is I can sell my story, uh, or all of us can sell our stories. Right? And that, and we're going to find the kids that want to be here. Cody, have any responsibilities been handed out yet, or as far as? Who runs the defense, offense? No, 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 nothing, nothing like that. Um, we've only talked roster for about ten minutes right before we came in here, um, so we are we're wide open right now. Yeah, we're fresh, right? <laughs> I, I got here two hours ago and missed the shootathon. Right? <laughs> so. So, so, yeah, so. Oh. 
The issue, Cody made a mistake. The issue was I was playing against a trail big. He's a five. He's a trail five. And he shoots in the middle of the floor every single time. If I would have shot from the, from the corner, it would have been a no-brainer. I would have won that thing easy. But we shot right from where he uh, shoots it all the time. So yep. the birds won. I got the window. Got the window. Got Just for three window. months, though, then we're going to do it again. <laughs> Thankfully. Hopefully, I'll be in the building this time. <laughs> Nick will be picking up a recruit, and we'll be like, all right, hey, Nick, we'll see you at birds. Let's go. It's that time. Nick's got a pretty good shot, too. Yeah. Nick, your recruiting story may be not as well-known as Chris's, but you're a member of the Sponsoring Faith as well. Uh, can you take us back to when you were considering where to go, how that all came about, and was BYU in the mix for you at that time? What did you think about the school then? Yeah, so in the summer of uh, 1997, uh, the new staff, uh, Coach Rose and Coach Cleveland, had just um, uh, taken over. Uh, so uh, I was fortunate to be able to be recruited by them. Uh, but at that point, uh, it was pretty far down the road uh, with uh, two other schools uh, and ultimately uh, decided to attend Stanford. And you went to Mission Mount High School? Is that right? uh, I did, yeah. yeah so I um, uh, turned uh, 19 in the MTC at that particular time. Um, uh, went uh, on my mission to Brazil uh, and then returned to Stanford where I redshirted. Um, so yeah, in terms of the recruiting process, uh, this has been an amazing process, right? The coach, uh, Pope, has uh, afforded me to be recruited here. Uh, you know, Tom, who's here, uh, did an amazing job, <laughs> um, you know, as well, as well as these guys. Uh, so everything to me is, is brand new. Uh, obviously, I've been familiar with the staff and the program over the years, uh, but I'm asking a lot of questions, uh, which has been a great thing, and it's been an amazing experience to this point. There you go, guys. All the coaches in that shooting competition must have been something fierce because you can tell these guys are just competitors. And if that competition, that competitive spirit translates over to the basketball court, the recruiting sphere, it's going to permeate this BYU basketball program. And I think it's going to reinvigorate what had gotten a little bit stale under the final few years of Dave Rose's tenure. Mark Pope is motivated. He wants to do well. And I'm excited to see what he can do. And they're already out on the road recruiting. Best of luck to them as they try to lock down their class. Uh, they got some more good news yesterday that Trey Stewart, uh, American Fork High School standout, the third leading scorer for the Cavemen, uh, actually got his release from his national letter of intent with UVU that he had signed with Mark Pope and now intends to join BYU. So another big pickup for Mark Pope. And I understand people are saying, well, he's supposed to go recruit nationwide. Well, guess what? He's got some talent that he was recruiting and he had in that UVU program and he handpicked him to come over to BYU. So if you feel like he's not necessarily expanding his recruiting horizons like you hoped he would right away, he's going to do that. But I think this first class is very much going to be a close-to-home class with guys he's very familiar with from his time at UVU as we've seen with Jake Toulson, Wyatt Lowell, and now Trey Stewart all signing up to play for the Cougars. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Trey Stewart, try to get him on the show next week, but I wanted to throw that out there before we went to break. All right, we'll step aside here, come back on the other side, but a reminder for you real quick, it is baseball season. Major League Baseball is well underway, but you can stay up to date with your favorite baseball team each and every day with a brand new Locked On MLB channel right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. 15 minutes or less, you're always up to date with your team each day. It's a long baseball season. It can be a little bit of a grind, but the goal is to keep you updated on everything going on with your favorite team. All you got to do is search it out on your smart device. Search it out, as you can say simply, play podcast, locked on, blank. Insert the team name that you're looking for. 
I'm a big Mariners fan, so you can stay up to date with your favorite team regardless of where they may be and where you are at. You also can stay up to date with Major League Baseball as a whole by checking out the Locked On MLB show as well. All right, we will come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports. This is Locked On Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Peterson oh hits boy. one, the Rockets oh one, deep boy. left field, oh left fielder looking back, grand slam, home oh run. Oh my Towards goodness. Zach Peterson, his first collegiate base hit, Cougars lead 11-7. to Unbelievable for the young freshman, Zach Peterson. Welcome to college baseball, first career hit for Zach Peterson. Unbelievable. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? There you go. That is the first career hit for freshman Zach Peterson of the BYU baseball team. A grand slam. I don't think there's a better way to start off, get your first hit, I guess not start off, but get your first hit as a collegiate baseball player than to hit a game-winning grand slam in the top of the 10th inning. BYU beat Pacific last night in their series opener 11-7 in 10 innings thanks to Zach Peterson's heroics. He was 0 of 11 before that, so congratulations to that young man. Thank you to uh, BYU, the BYU Sports Network, BYU Radio, for sharing that call. Awesome to hear that, and congratulations to him. Uh, Men's baseball will continue that series tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, taking on Pacific once again out there in Stockton. You can catch a live stream on the W.TV and also listen to the action on BYU Radio. Uh, Men's women's tennis bowed out of the WCC tournament yesterday in disappointing fashion, especially on the men's side of things, as they were upset by the six-seed Loyal, no, sorry, it's not Loyal Marymount. Santa Clara, excuse me, beat them four to three. The women's team bowed out against Gonzaga, losing four to two. We'll see if the men's team gets an opportunity to play in the postseason. We'll keep you updated on any news that comes out about that. Men's golf had a good first day at the WCC Championships in Stockton, California themselves. Uh, They were were finished second at 10 under as a team after the first day of that tournament. San Francisco is four strokes ahead of them. Hopefully, BYU can have another good day today. They're already in action. You can track that on the BYU Cougars website or golfstat.com. Keep you updated on how Peter Quest and the rest of the BYU men's golf team performs this weekend. Running on everything else going on this weekend in BYU sports. Women's softball is in action tonight with a doubleheader against San Diego at Gale Miller Field. 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock Mountain Time. You can get go for free, I believe. I think uh, tickets, you can just show up and go. BYU softball doesn't require tickets. They will be televised on BYU TV, also streaming on BYU BYU TV Digital. If you want to catch both of those games, the series finale will be tomorrow at 1 o'clock Mountain Time 
as will the series finale for the men's baseball team. They'll be squaring off against Pacific in Stockton, California at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Live stream of that on the W.TV and also a broadcast on BYU Radio. One final note for you before we go real quick is that 87 former, or not former, 87 BYU student athletes were honored for their graduation from BYU yesterday. Amongst uh, them included multiple football players, basketball players, and every other sports program in BYU's athletic department. Congratulations to all 87 of them. That is a truly incredible honor and they deserve every accolade coming their way. Best of luck to them, whatever is next, if they're still continuing to play for BYU or looking to go on into their professional future. All right, there you go. That is the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back on Monday recapping the NFL draft, looking ahead to whatever else is going on in BYU sports. It's been a fun month so far. We're coming up on the end of it. We'll see how it plays out the rest of the way. And thanks again for taking the time to download the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And once again, I thank you guys for your continued support of this podcast. Catch you guys on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. This has been Locked on Cougars podcast for April 26th, 2019. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day